Hey, Becca here. Before we get into the episode, I have a quick favor to ask. Would you, if you are listening in Apple Podcasts, scroll down in the Little Z's podcast library and give us a review? This would mean the world so we can continue to bring you solid episodes each week, get amazing guests, and help further the reach of the podcast. Give us a quick review. It would mean a lot. Thanks so much. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep health easy. And this week on the podcast, I'm joined by my husband, Chad, and we're going to talk about how bedtime has changed with our oldest daughter, Ellie. She is seven years old. Things have changed. Things are not the same anymore. Um, Her bedtime routine looks different. Her bedtime looks different. And we've had some recent moments of her telling us that she's scared of the dark or that she's just scared in general. It absolutely correlates with having Halloween. So I invited Chad to come talk with me about all the things that we have been doing to help keep her sleep in shape. Well, Becca, we have a seven-year-old. <laughs> we do. We have a seven-year-old. That seems No crazy. longer three, no longer two. <laughs> we have a seven-year-old who's in her own room in a bed and she's changing. She's changing. There's definitely some things that we've had to like figure out, even sometimes figure out on the fly what we should do. I feel like your first kid is always going to be your, your test, right? Like, I feel like we're going to kind of have this down and then we'll just kind of be aware when Hattie gets older, like, okay, all right, let's, let's, let's do this. I remember doing it with Ellie, even though they are two separate kids, but we've definitely been having some, um, sleep changes. They're not even issues. They're just sleep changes. Yeah. And we've actually been having a lot of changes, but they're, you know, they're ending their day wrapped up into the bedroom when she's trying to go to sleep and it's just going crazy. Yeah. So a little background on Ellie, our oldest, she is a thinker, like a deep thinker a deep processor. She has big feelings, big emotions. Probably a perfectionist. Probably a perfectionist. That she gets that from you. She's definitely like, um, she's not meticulous. That's not, that's Hattie. Um, Ellie is a perfectionist. She likes to have things done the right way, but she just, she doesn't let go of things. She kind of, she's a clinger, right? Like she kind of clings on to certain things. So we had been going to like Home Depot recently to get some things. I think this is kind of when things started happening. Um, and we're do- obviously doing this because the whole premise of this podcast is Ellie's been saying that she's scared. We've been having trouble with her sleeping. Um, also, Halloween, it's seeing next scary, week. yeah, see, seeing scary things is like ah, it's a lot for her. So we would go to Home Depot and see big scary things. Yeah, to the point now where if we pull up, we're going to get pumpkins or going to get flowers or something. She's like, I'm not going in. She knows exactly where the big balloon displays are. For her, she just doesn't want to look at that stuff. She doesn't like that stuff. And she starts to carry that into her dreams at night, I think. And so she started saying a lot, I'm, I'm scared of the dark. I'm, and we're like, where's this coming from? Yeah. It just was like all of a sudden. Right. But she's also learned, you know, she now can read, she now can write. She's been writing stories at school. And so she's been, um, having a lot more things that she wants to do when we close the door at night and say goodnight yeah. to the point that, you know, she surprises us a few times and we're like, are you still awake? And she's just writing. Yeah. We'll drawing. tell you about that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so lots changing, a lot's yeah. developing obviously with the seven-year-old. That's no surprise, right? That's yeah. kids. So she's got pressures at school or I say pressures in air quotes here. She, she would be, um, worried about where she was sitting. They were going to get new seats one day. Um, she would see scary Halloween things. Um, she was having deep think deep thoughts and who knows what else, you know, that she's carrying from school to home. Um, all these things kind of wrapped up into one. And 
we realized um, probably later than we should have, but we realized that she no longer needs like a 7, 730 bedtime. That's not appropriate for her age. And, so, pa- and pause right there. We, I think we held on to it as parents we did. for so long, just for selfish reasons, right? Yeah. Because like you put your kid down even later and it's like less of me time, less of us time, right? Yeah. And so I, I, I admit we probably held on to it longer than we, we knew we should have held on mm-hmm. to it. But it finally came to a point where we're like, yeah, you can go to bed later. Yeah. So we we're kind of in between right now. I know this is a big window that I'm going to tell y'all, but it's like between 745 and 830, really depending on the day is her window for bedtime. But it also depends on, like I said, what her activity level or even what her emotions have been like that day. You know, you can just tell when your child is tired and they are they've hit their like wits end kind of thing. So anyways, let's kind of um, story through a couple of things. So we would say goodnight to Ellie. This was like just a few weeks ago. We'd say goodnight. We'd walk out the room and instantly it would be mom, dad, mom, dad. Um, <laughs> so we would go back in and she would say like, I'm scared. And she has her clock that is red all night long. And that was fine. For the longest time, that was fine. That was all the nightlight that she needed. But then she was saying, I'm scared, I'm scared. So we started letting her sleep with her. Um, her lamp has two settings. It has stars that can glow on the bottom and then it's the regular lamp on top. So we would let her sleep with her stars on and then later you would go in and turn them off. Yeah, when she went to sleep, we could turn them off. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then... That was like it kept, it kept her awake because it was right there on her nightstand and um, it, it just wasn't working because she would take forever to go to sleep. And then she realized, wow, there's so much light in this room. I can just keep reading my book mm-hmm. and then she would never go to sleep. It and would like, be like 930, 10 o'clock. And I would go. We always go. Um, I say we. Chad's the one who always does it. I go in there most nights um, to go say, you know, good night one more time. Tuck them in again. And we would go in at 930, 10 o'clock and she's reading her book. Yeah, which, I mean, hey, we support reading. Happy, but you need to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, like we thought we had put her to bed at like 8.15 and there she was at 9.30, 10 o'clock still reading. Then one night I heard talking on the monitor and I went in at 11.30 and she had her light on reading. I was like, what in the world? What is going on? So the lamp was causing a problem. And we're like, okay, we got we to gotta fix this. We got to change this. So um, I went to Target one day uh, with the with the hope to get a light bulb for the salt lamp. Because I told Ellie, I was like, look, your lamp is too bright. It's keeping you awake. She was like, no, it's not. I said, well, I want to get a different a different nightlight. And she asked for the salt lamp back. Mm-hmm. So I went to Target to try to find the light bulb. I thought I found the perfect one until Chad texted me and was like. Right, because we have two salt lamps. One dims and one doesn't. And so the one that we wanted to put in Ellie's room was dimmable. So we could get it really, really low and get it that nice amber color. Uh, and you didn't find the no, they didn't ones. have dimmable bulbs, but I did find another nightlight that I'd never seen before. And this is pretty cool. It has um, it is amber glow. So Chad mentioned that a second ago. Amber glow is much better for sleep because it is not going to intrude on your sleep on the on the light spectrum, on the color spectrum of light um, blues and whites. Those are going to impede with your sleep and they're going to interrupt your sleep. But the reds and the ambers, those will not interrupt your sleep. So the more amber color, the better it is for your sleep. Of course, no light is the best option. But um, if you need it, absolutely need a nightlight. We grabbed this one. It was an amber color and it actually has two settings, a low and a high. And that has been great. So we've used it for a week now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but then we realized so that that's been fine. That fixed the light situation. But then we had to figure out the whole 
uh, wow, I've got books I can read. I got pictures I can draw. Um, and so it, it kind of was the reverse of all of your early morning wakes, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times a kid will wake up early because they want to do things. Well, in our case, now our seven-year-old doesn't want to go to sleep because she still wants to do things. Mm-hmm. And so we had to realize really quickly that we need to start pulling some of those things out of her room. And really kind of over the last week, it's just been this stripping down of her room of yeah. going back to this very basic of like, okay, your room is for sleep. And yeah. so literally you've got your bed. And it looks nice, but it is for sleep because. Yeah, we started. So um, she has her drawings and her her uh, stories that she's writing and all these books. And she does have a bookshelf, but we actually um, she would put them next to her bed. And for for a long time, I'm sure you guys resonate with this. As soon as we were done saying goodnight, we would just kind of put the book right beside the bed. Well, then she started grabbing the book. So um, when we say goodnight now. We take everything out. We put it right, not everything out of her room, but like the stack of books or the papers that she was writing on. We take them and put them outside her door. And we tell her, you know, when you wake up and the clock is yellow, which they have a 30 minute window that they can be awake and have their lights on and get dressed and play in that 30 minute window, then you could go out your door and then you could get the stuff and that would be okay. And that's helped a lot to, to take the, the distractions out. And that is actually something that I was telling our team yesterday. Someone sent in a question asking about crib climbing. They're like, we've tried everything. And we were problem solving together. And I said, well, did you ask them if they took everything out of the room? And so it doesn't matter if it's a toddler trying to climb out of their bed or a seven-year-old who is distracted by their drawings and they just want to keep drawing all throughout the night. Um, taking those things out of the room. And as you said, like stripping the room down to be like, this is just for sleep. This doesn't have to be a forever solution, but when you're struggling with this kind of issue, it's exactly the right step to take. And you just made a good point. Like we have not been struggling with this issue for a while. It literally just popped up. Ironically, it popped up right around Halloween time when all this stuff started happening. But it also kind of happened right in the throes of school, right? Like she's learning a lot of new things. A lot of stuff is changing. And so- yeah. Time to fix it, right? Yeah, time to fix it. So Ellie said in the title of this podcast, like how we've been dealing with our, our daughter who says that she's scared of going to bed. I don't know if it was necessarily her being scared. I think there were some thoughts of Halloween, but I do think she was kind of carrying mixed emotions from school and her environment and what she saw in the stores and her um, her anxiousness about that and then her distractedness. And I think the only way she knew how to label it was like, well, I'm scared. So yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. We also, and pulling from a podcast that you, that, uh, you did a couple of weeks ago, um, where we've intentionally started to spend time with them when they get home from school, because we also realize too, that it's so easy. We, we walk across the street, we pick them up, bring them home. And then it's so easy to just kind of hop back onto the computer and just keep working. And we realize that they actually value that one-on-one time, uh, because if we, if we just take maybe an hour and we just, we're, we're with them, we give it to them, um, it's more likely to make the rest of the afternoon and evening and, and bedtime go better. Yeah. If we completely avoid them, uh, which that sounds horrible, but it, it, you know. <laughs> they, well, our girls are five and seven, so they happily go off and do their own thing. And we encourage it. Yeah. And so that it gives us time to continue working, but they're, they're happy. But we did recognize that, okay, you know, and it's funny you said an hour. I'm like, actually, we give them like 20, 30 minutes, um, but it sometimes it feels, feels like an like hour. It feels like an hour. <laughs> 
because <laughs> your brain has all these things you want to keep doing. Um, but we intentionally just be with them for about like 20, 30 minutes when they get home and then they can go play and all those types of things. And that you're right. That really has helped. And I'll add on the other thing that has helped a lot is separating them at bedtime. You know, I talk a lot on this podcast about like doing bedtime routine together. If you have young kids, however, I think in Ellie and Hattie's situation, they're older now. They've become the distractions to each other and they will fight. They will pick on each other. They will laugh. They will play. So having separate times that they go, that'll be another podcast we'll do for another day. Um, But separate times that they do their bedtime routine has also helped Ellie fall asleep better because she's not as distracted. So your kids saying that they're scared of the dark may not just be they're scared of the dark. They're carrying a lot of mixed emotions into the situation. So evaluating the light is, is the light maybe too bright? Let's figure out if we need to tone it down, check out the nightlight. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Um, we also want to make sure that the distractions are not there. And then let's honor that one-on-one time, whether it's as soon as they get home from school or during the bedtime routine, we teach a lot about one-on-one playtime during bedtime routine. If that's an option for you, if you work throughout the day and you can only, you know, have that one-on-one during bedtime routine, that's a good option too. Yeah. I mean, we're literally going back to the basics with our seven-year-old, right? Like fix the environment, give them some focus time, set them up. Because here's the thing, they, both of our girls, they have no problem sleeping. It Just with Ellie, particularly the oldest lately, it's just been getting her to sleep because she's so wired or so much she's thinking through, like you said. Um, but once she finally goes to sleep, she's out. Yeah, she is. She is out. And there's even been a couple of times we had to go wake her up on the weekends by like eight o'clock. I go in there. Not that she has to get up by eight o'clock, but I'm just like, are you okay? Um, And that's been actually kind of nice to enjoy that a little bit. But anyways, well, I I hope this kind of gave you maybe a little peek into your future. Um, We even as people who help families all over the world with their sleepy problems, guess what? Our kids are not robots. Every kid changes. Yeah. And they're getting older and they're getting older. So we'll be here to keep, uh, keep sharing about our journey. I hope it helps you guys kind of like see the future, maybe for your family. Um, all right. Sweet dreams. See See you you next next time. time.